Let's Talk Oculus is brought to you by, well, you. If you want to know how to support the show, go to patreon.com forward slash playtestvr. What's up, Oculus nerds? I'm Dan from Playtest VR, and as always, we have Samson from Spreading VR. What's new, Samson? Uh, not too much. Just excited to talk about some new games. So you've gone from the kitchen to the living room and now just to a blur behind you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, just so the viewers can really focus on me. <laughs> okay, so we're back with our uh, like regular original type of episode today. I hope you all enjoyed the Jeff Paul junior podcast that we put out last week and if you want to see more guests in the show just let us know in the comments or at let's talk oculus at gmail.com so for today's show we're going to be talking about the new synth riders dlc of course samson's addicted to it so we're going to have to talk about that um samson has also started playing smash drums smash drums he's addicted to it um he loves those rhythm games doesn't he um <laughs> And um, we're going to talk a little bit about Sniper Elite because Samson has played that. And there's also a new 128 gig Oculus Quest 2 in the wild. So we'll be discussing what that means for games going forward. And finally, we're halfway into 2021. So we'll discuss what the best game, the biggest surprise and the biggest disappointment for us is in 2021 so far. Now, before we begin, I just want to give a huge shout out to our three Patreons we got Kimberly, Kai, and Andrew. Your support is truly, truly appreciated. Uh, Patreons get this podcast early every single Friday, and then it'll be out to all the freeloaders on Tuesdays. <laughs> Joke, we love you, um, whether or not you are a freeloader or you're on the Patreon. We do love every single one. Speaking of which, we just hit a 1,000 downloads on the podcast, so... Thank you so much. By the way, if you're watching the video version, I hope you love all of Samson's reactions in the background. Um, so, and also if you want to throw us a dollar, just head over to patreon.com forward slash playtestbr. All right, Samson, let's start off with the rumored 128 gig Oculus Quest 2. They've been spotted in the wild. And I think me that this means that larger games will be going forward like we have walking dead which i think i wrote down here is 8.4 gig we've got mist which was 9.6 gig vader immortal if you count all three of them is 10 gig resident evil 4 on the switch version is 12 gig so who knows what the vr version will be like and then you also got splinter cell and assassin's creed potentially coming up like, are you excited to see 128 gig? I feel like they probably should have started off with this one. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> I am very excited, not to mention Synth Riders. If you have all the custom songs, about eight gigs. Wow. wow. Um, that, does that include, like, is, when you say custom songs, do you mean the DLC or do you mean just all the ones, the um, custom ones that you can... DLC and the custom ones that you can put on. Mm -hmm. um, I, think, I think that includes both of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think this move makes a lot of sense for Oculus. I don't think it'll cost them much. And, you know, 64 gigabytes is pretty negligible uh, as far as adding, you know, mm -hmm. to 128. Um, yeah. And it just makes sense. Like, you'll not really have to worry about how much space you have at 128. Well, as a fellow, oh, no, you're not a fellow. You're 256. As a person who has 64 gig, like myself, should I be worried about all these new games coming out further on now? Ooh, yeah. Like, should you sell it and then just buy the 128? <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like you're just, you're going to have to be uh, playing through games, uninstalling them, installing games. Like, that's just, a, with the 64 gig model, that's just a game you'll have to play. Yeah, I think so. I think especially for these Quest 2 only titles, like Resident Evil is 12 gig on the Switch. And that's just the Switch, you know? Like, imagine it on, the, on a VR platform. You've got to imagine it's at least at least 8 gigs more, maybe onto the 20 gig. It might be our biggest game on there uh, so far. And then even if you look at some of the games that are on PC VR, they're, they're massive. That's, that's yeah, from absolute... like Medal of Honor. Yeah, Medal of Honor is freaking huge. It took me ages to download that, <laughs> that file. Ridiculous. Um, but yeah, if we get anything like... But then at the same time, 
for people who are worried at 64 gig, it's also exciting because it looks like now they the developers like uh, probably have like a lot of freedom to put some more shaders in, some more textures in. Um, don't mind bumping up that game a little bit because the majority of people will be at 128 or 256 going forward. Um, my other thing is that with the new 128 Oculus Quest 2 coming out, definitely there's no Oculus Quest 3 or Pro coming out this year. I feel like that will rule, rule out completely. It doesn't make any sense for you know that one to come out. But I wonder if um, this now means that the Oculus Quest 2 has a bit of a longer time span in general, like potentially maybe next year or continue now that they've put a 128. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that for sure. It seems like they're trying to get this 128 out probably before the holiday season, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's already in the wild. I wonder if they come out. That's the thing. Like now it's getting me excited for the showcase tomorrow and uh, tomorrow <laughs> showcase in September as well. You know, when they do their connect, I wonder what's mm-hmm. going to come out. Um, yeah, I wonder what's coming out. But yeah, that's 128 gig. If you're worried, I wouldn't say don't. I would say don't worry. I feel like if you bought the 64 gig, you either obviously couldn't afford the 256 or you just thought 64 was enough. I thought, you know, both of those things, to be honest, I was like, yeah, we get the 64. How big are these games going to be? I won't be worried, though. I feel like, yeah, we'll probably just be able to delete some of the stuff. I had to do that today, actually. I had to download the Spatial Ape um, app, and that was like, I don't know, I think that was like 180 meg or something, and it just wouldn't install on my Quest, and I was like, what's going on? <laughs> I was like, oh, because I don't have any storage. There's only 180 wow. meg. I don't know. Obviously, you don't have that problem with Samsung, but... I, I do not, no. <laughs> no, no, definitely. And um, let's move on to the Synthriders DLC, because obviously that's going to be a problem for most if they're really into all these dlc packs uh we had caravan uh palace that came out i've not heard of this group whatsoever i'm not gonna lie before neither have i no but samson how much do you love this dlc oh i i am absolutely loving it like hooked beyond belief um in fact we're gonna i'll get into sniper elite later but i was playing sniper elite and then i stopped and i was like I got to hop into Synth Riders again. Yeah. Um, it's it's very, very fun. And the new experience is perfect. Yeah, I, I agree. I think the experience is probably the best one I've done. Now, for you who've not played Synth Riders before, um, every time they've done a DLC pack, so this is now their third one that's with a like artist, um, they have one of the songs becomes an experience. So what that is, is like you're in a, a music video. Or I would describe it from, you know, back in the old Windows PC days when you had the visualizer up when you listen to, um, when you listen yeah, to a good. song. Yeah. Something, something like that, but it's designed for the band. So this one has like the album artwork for Caravan Palace comes up in, in the actual experience and for the offspring one before um we had things tailored to that as well uh, and the then uh, muse was the first one right yeah muse was the first one which was really i think i like all three of them but i think this one might just be the best especially when the magic mushrooms come up towards the <laughs> towards the end and then the song changes as well i think it's i think it's a really good one and i, I think it's their best yet but i think with caravan palace's music i think it just suits synth riders perfectly with all yeah the for sure I don't know how they found them, but it was a good find, but definitely a match made in heaven. I think uh, they're somewhat similar to the, uh, is it the Electro Swing? Right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think similarity. in one of the songs, like, I, I swear I hear like a similar rhythm uh, to one of the Electro songs. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I thought. So if you're into that DLC back, I think you're going to probably like Caravan Club. The good thing about, um, the synthesizers pack as well as that you can just buy the individual songs so you can maybe just buy the experience mm-hmm. and and have a have a look at that one as well and it supports mixed reality uh if you want to see that experience i know samson's got it on his youtube channel and on his twitter um he keeps posting about it so <laughs> yeah i do i have to update the song title and artist title on the youtube i uh i just uploaded for my phone haven't gotten to it but uh mm-hmm. But yeah, you can catch me uh, every once in a while doing that. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm addicted to it. And plus, speaking about synth riders, they recently had a big community event on a Saturday where they had the community um, managers and I think they had just some of the staff on synth riders on there. Um, I think I mentioned it when I did my the solo version of the podcast. Samson told me to uh, to mention it on the show, but they're still doing that. Like, I think every Saturday did Saturday they do like a advent, yeah, like right? a, a Saturday night fever, and then usually there's Sunday night as well uh, yeah. or Sunday afternoon. It's a little earlier, I think, on Sunday. Have you ever dived into one of those? Uh, yeah, I've made uh, one or two of the Saturdays and or Sundays. Uh, it's very fun. You get like a full room of like ten people. Oh, sweet. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And then whoever usually whoever's hosting usually has access to all the DLCs. Yeah, but also you can play any of them. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the problem with um, when it goes to Beat Saber multiplayer. Like you have to have the DLC to play it, right? If someone chooses like the Lincoln Part song and you don't have that DLC, it kicks you out. Yep, exactly. That does happen with Synth Riders and the custom songs, but not right. for the DLC. It's all. Uh, playable yeah that's cool that's cool um also just uh before we move on to um to smash drums here it's interesting because caravan palace came out and then beat saber came out with their interscope dlc like a month ago right and i just think synth riders one is just way way better is what they put and i think the thing that really um separates them is like what we've been speaking about is these experiences i think that's so, uh, so quintessential to the DLC. It gives you something exciting to look forward to. Where even if you're not in in the music, you kind of want to experience their cool like visualization uh, music video that they they make for you to go into VR. And I, I kind of wish that Beat Saber has something similar, but it doesn't. It just gives you those songs and adds a new beat map, and and that's about it. And I think you really get your bang for your buck when it comes to the Synthwriters DLC. To be honest. Yeah, definitely. The beat map just it's not the same. I also yeah. think it, it like it keeps the the mappers, you know, really into it. Like they they get really into creating mm. the experience. Um, and and if they love it, it's it's going to show and it definitely shows. Yeah, we're definitely synth riders fans over here. Uh, if you've not <laughs> if you're not realized already. I even I got my so I got my roommate's wife actually she started playing synth riders a lot uh, oh, she's sweet. she's getting pretty into it now nice nice I know you're a pro Samson how how is she doing in that she's doing well she actually she started on the easy mm-hmm. and like within an hour was doing a a couple songs on expert oh wow like like yeah like wow i was i was like i i was i was shocked i was like i was so shocked i was like it took me months (laughs) yeah yeah, tell me about it i've only just made it to hard right now and then i remember when you when you said that you got one of the top scores in the um in the master level i was like okay let me try this and i lasted like 10 seconds 10 seconds (laughs) until it failed me and i was like oh my days how does he do this like (laughs) <laughs> i even see your um your mixed reality video and i still feel like how are you so quick i don't understand <laughs> oh wow well mentioning the leaderboards i did notice that there's this person called the win man mm-hmm. and the win man is number one on nearly every single synth writer song like on easy normal hard expert and master uh that's your friend's wife yeah i i <laughs> he is like, the windman <laughs> if the windman is out there we gotta interview you so come on the show please uh <laughs> but i noticed so the windman turns on the multipliers multipliers so they use uh small notes double speed and like if you miss a note you fail and and, still... and uh and they're Jesus. just it, like it soars them to the top uh wow. so I've, i have started playing with some of these multipliers on double uh, speed double speed are you insane (laughs) apparently on the pc vr you can do three times speed but the quest 2 can't handle it can't handle it well we'll see you in the three times speed soon pretty (laughs) sure wow that's insane there's a good community in there i always felt with synth riders online it's just lacking a little bit in terms of the lobbies but i guess you do have that saturday sunday dedicated time for for a lot of people who want to play so i should definitely jump into that maybe this sunday so yeah 
that's Synthriders. Um, if you've not checked out Cavern Palace, I would definitely recommend you do. It's it's a hard one to showcase on YouTube, to be honest, because it, it's the real feel of um, just being in, in that space and in that experience. Um, it just sets it apart. And actually, before we move on, have you tried the Be Haptic suit with it or not? Ooh, I haven't used it uh, with the new with the new uh, DLC yet. No, okay. I feel like that um, would be pretty good. I feel like that would be pretty. Good. Yeah, I do. I love the haptic suit and and the the armbands, mm-hmm. but it, it I can't play as long. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like playing, one. It's like playing with weights, and two, like you just get so much more sweaty. Yeah. I I mean, I posted on Twitter like I play with two headbands on already, yeah, and eventually <laughs> the sweat just comes through. <laughs> yeah hilarious I, I the armbands are a good addition too but yeah so that's synth riders dlc the cavern palace if you haven't checked that out definitely have a look at it uh so let's move on to your next ad- addiction shall i say samson <laughs> we've gone from synth riders to smash drums now i've been lucky enough to start playing smash drums like about a month before it actually got released and i kept raving about it then on the podcast and now finally samson has finally picked it up (laughs) give us your thoughts yeah so i think a couple nights ago i was like a little tired i was like i don't want to get super sweaty from synth riders so i'm gonna play a new rhythm game (laughs) and i hopped into smash drums and my god I, I was hopping around. Mm-hmm. I was loving it. Um, it's definitely got a different feel, uh, you know, obviously than synth riders, you know, you're playing the drums, yeah. but uh, it's, I'm enjoying it. I haven't played all the songs yet. Um, I, I honestly, I don't think I recognize very many of them, but they're, no. they're I'm enjoying them uh, for sure. Nonetheless, kind of like the caravan palace, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. uh, I think they have plans to release a DLC come around September or so. I, I hopped on their Discord, so I'm, I've, I've been peeking. Yeah, the Discord's definitely best to get any insights in that. But it, I, I think they do be haptic support, um, support on it as well. Really? Um, All yeah. right, I'll definitely have to try that out. At least they definitely did in the early release. I don't know in the full release if they left that in or not, but they did have it on there. So you definitely should check that out i feel like your whole chest will be rumbling as you (laughs) smack those drums what i really like about smash drums is the haptic feedback on the controller it really does you know when you're hitting air in the end of the day but it doesn't feel like that when you're in vr i think they got the feeling um pretty well done i think that's probably one of the best parts about it it definitely keeps you immersed Uh, yeah for sure yeah i think they do a good job and you're right the the playlist that they have on there I don't recognize any of those songs, but I think it's just a solid set of songs that they picked a good set. It is an indie game in the end of the day, so the budget is not high. Mm-hmm. Um, you're probably not going to have a big hitter like Linkin Park or or The Offspring or anything. Yeah, yeah. one of the songs I enjoyed so much, I tried to find it on Spotify. I could not find it anywhere. Even like mm. on YouTube, I had trouble finding it. Mm. I wonder if they used. Um, I wonder if they used free songs, like free licensed songs that's what um, my roommate uh th- thinks they did but uh i haven't done yeah. much research into it but it works well you know it works really well um speaking of which there's another game that ragnarok is it is it called the mm-hmm. other drumming game that's now come out to um, to app lab right is it think it's now or next week um i'm not sure if it's out yet i have played the pcr version yeah. uh a few months ago via like um the shadow pc so it's a yep. little laggy you know mm-hmm. on that front but i did i love the concept and i did enjoy it and i will a hundred percent buy it again what what do you think of that one compared to smash drums because uh, you've played both yeah it's a little different so smash drums is like sort of like a drum set is coming at you right it's got the drums and this and the cymbals mm-hmm. or whatever you call those whereas ragnarok is like just five sort of like donkey kong bongos that you're hitting Mm -hmm. and they don't they don't change like depth or anything and what it is it's uh vikings are all rowing and as you nail everything they row further and faster yeah and then it's about how far the like your ranking is based on how far the boat goes Mm. oh i see so they've yeah they've incorporated that boat um Mm -hmm. aspect into it so exactly what what like is there is there a preference in what kind of style you like do you prefer those like four drums in front of you or the or the bongo should i say or is, um is i think just it's different 
Yeah, it's just different. Um, I I think I recognized more of the music, uh, mm. if I remember correctly, but it still wasn't, uh, you know, Beat Saber DLC type where you yeah. know you recognize everybody. Yeah, yeah. Which I I don't really mind. I, I think it's kind of nice how you discover these these little indie artists as well. Um, how does I, it? How does it? I agree. How does it feel in Ragnarok in terms of the drums, like when you hit it? Oh, it felt pretty good. And yeah. I remember like something with the lightning, like if you if you're really if you're really nailing them, like some cool visual effects. Mm. Um, it does yeah, look I'm, really pretty. Like game I'm excited really for that pretty. one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I think Magnum, I love rhythm games, you know. Yeah, yeah. You you've mentioned it one or two times, I think, on <laughs> since we started this podcast a, a few months ago, a couple months ago um yeah awesome i'm glad you're enjoying smash drums um i yeah i haven't been in it for a while i'm not gonna lie but when i did start playing it i got addicted and i was just like okay let's just do one more song and you get really sweaty in it as well like that especially in your arms your forearms like i feel like i'm building my forearms as as (laughs) as i'm as i'm playing that game so yeah I'm, i'm glad you got into smash drums me too yeah, and I feel like the all the games that we're talking about today are SSS because the next <laughs> one's the next one's Sniper Elite, um, and it's another one that I I haven't got into yet. I've been playing a few indie titles, which I'll talk about a bit later on. But um, Sniper Elite, Samson, you've jumped into it. What what are your initial thoughts on it? Yep, I uh, I played for about an hour, maybe a little bit more this morning, and. Uh... I was enjoying it visually very pretty, but my goodness, am I terrible at shooters? <laughs> and uh, I think like the I'm, I think I'm going to have to ter- put it into like the easy mode because mm. the second the second actual mission, I've already I died three times. And I was like, I, fr- I frustration <laughs> quit and just jumped into Synth Riders. Yeah. Um, Happy but place. I mean, it feels it. I want like when I started, I was like, oh, this feels really good. But then when I started shooting people further or attempting to shoot people further away, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I kept missing. And I don't know if it's like, I'm like, it's hard to shoot a two handed weapon if you don't have a gun stock, I think, because you just like, you just slowly, you're always a little bit off. So, um, so yeah, that I I know I've seen other uh, VR content creators or or whatever talk about the aiming and the guns feel a little a little off Mm -hmm. so uh i i guess i was i might have just been experiencing that but visually very cool um definitely gonna hop back in putting it in easy mode what did you think about throwing grenades oh how you yeah so the throwing the grenades you just uh you hold grip and then like a little arc shows Mm -hmm. and then you just like press okay. grip again and it, and it goes as opposed to like actually throwing rec room yeah. style grenades um i that's something i don't really mind like it it you, you're guaranteed to know where it goes mm-hmm. um but there were there were a couple times where i was like hmm i feel like i want to be able to throw this grenade a little further and i'm yeah. just limited to like that's as far yeah exactly yeah i was um little disappointed when i saw that little mechanic i know it's like little nit bits but in the end of the day vr is all about immersion and i feel like that could break your immersion into vr there where this is what like medal of honor i know it got so much hate but this is what it did a lot of good things as well where it had your grenade you could throw it but you could also like bring it up to your mouth and pretend that you're like ripping off the pin with your mouth <laughs> and then throw it, which is great because then you can have one handed with a pistol or something. And mm-hmm. then the other hand, you can grenade as well at the same time. And I, they do a lot of good things well in Medal of Honor. And I'm, I'm sad that it didn't get, it didn't live up to the hype or it just mm-hmm. had performance issues for a lot of people, because I think they, like I said, they did a lot of things good uh, with the mechanics as well uh with that game and i think you see the difference in sniper elite is what i'm judging from the reviews obviously i've not i've not played it yet as well but yeah when i saw that little grenade feature i was like oh damn (laughs) yeah and there was there was a there was one time where like you can put a grenade on your belt and i'm i'm like there's two grenade slots Mm. and i kept trying to put a second grenade on my belt and it just kept falling and I was like, I was getting pretty frustrated by that to the point where I was just like, you know, what? I'm just carrying one grenade. 
<laughs> yeah, fair enough. Does the grenades respawn back onto your your like um, belt, or does it just you just lose your grenade? Uh, yeah, you you just lose it, or okay. like you. Do, but a lot of so far, a lot of the uh, the battles I've been taking part in, I'm in like a room. Mm-hmm. So like there's a lot of grenades around the room that you can just like go pick up throw. Oh okay. Yeah. And they they're basically mission based aren't they where you have to like complete a certain amount of uh, objectives in there and get get all three stars or get a couple stars before you can move on to the next one, right? I believe so. Yeah. So it's basically a old guy telling his family like memories and each mm-hmm. memory is a different mission. And so you're going through a book and you flip to the next mission you can see how you did what the guns i think that are available yeah um etc yeah i kind of i like that but um is that multiplayer or not uh no i do not no. believe so no. yeah me, me i feel, me, feel like this type of game is probably pushing its limits on the quest to be honest definitely um, i yeah. will say that the like the sniper cam so i've never played a sniper elite game uh, but I assume the sniper cam is, was in all yeah. of the games. The kill cam, yeah. Yeah, the kill cam, and that that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I won't lie, it's <laughs> that part's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like have you played Mortal Kombat? Have you? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, you, yes. When you do the X-ray moves, mm-hmm. it's it's like that, right? But it's it's cool to see your bullet like rip through the guy's sternum or something like that, just go straight exactly. through, and it's just yeah. I do like that as well. I think that's definitely cool. Um, I can't wait to jump into it, to be honest. But I'm, I'm still hearing like such a mixed response left and right. And I maybe I should just be the judge of myself, right? Yeah, I might, you know, feel differently. I did win it in a Gamertag VR Patreon giveaway. Uh, but it's a thirty. Got, got pretty lucky. Yes, yeah, so it is thirty dollars. Yeah. So, um, so you I, could say yeah. that's a full price game, basically. I think I think Saints and Sinners is the only game that's a above that right above the 30 dollars um, yeah i believe so yeah there's uh is arizona sunshine might be that expensive oh, as well yeah. that's 35 yeah that's yeah. 35 yeah so yeah i guess if you pay that much 30 dollars for it you know but then you got to compare it right you got to look at the 30 dollar games you also got the climb too which is like a 30 dollar game as well and you go okay look at the look at the value of production that's in these games and you're like you know what fair enough you know, yeah, I think, uh, obviously, I haven't gotten that far into it, but I, I believe I read that Sniper Elite's about an eight-hour uh, mm-hmm. eight campaign, so Yeah, that's decent. what I think I mentioned it when I did that solo podcast. That it, it's like five to eight hours, I think it said, but it really depends on how you play because each mission, to unlock the next mission, you need a certain amount of stars, so what i saw on the upload vr um, review was that it took maybe a couple or more hours because you had to grind to get those extra stars so that's another another feature of it but i'm glad it's out you know we're still waiting for splinter cell and assassin's creed and i feel like then we have every game that was shown off in the oculus quest 2 launch before we get to the next connect in just a couple months time so i don't think we're going to get those in before but (laughs) Never mind. I mean, we still haven't heard a thing about the what Jurassic World Part Two. Oh yeah. Or or really Star Wars Galaxy. Yeah, even though that got shown off in the showcase of yeah. Star Wars Galaxy, right? But we still haven't got anything about that. So yep, still unsure what's gonna happen in the fall apart from Resident Evil, but we'll get to that later on. But uh I'll, by the way, Lone Echo 2 as of recording, um, got announced on Really? Yeah. So just disclaimer we're recording this podcast a week early just because of traveling and such but yeah on today when we're recording lone echo 2 got announced the release date's in august um it's in august i can't remember the exact (laughs) release date to be honest but yeah it's coming out in august and i'm sure a lot of people are excited about that that is exciting yeah did you finish Finish i did not finish i never finished it but i i did i did put a significant amount of time into it yeah maybe you can get get it finished before august yeah, i feel i want to say one. august 17th but i could be misquoting i didn't write this one down i just saw it just before we started recording um that it'll be out in august so all right so well speaking of games and august and release dates and nothing coming out in the fall you know we're halfway into 2021 and it's been a okay 
half of year in VR, I'd say. I'd say there's like some some really good things, and then there was some 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 bad things and some disappointments as well. So let's go into what has surprised us, disappointed us, and, and what our favorite title was because there's a lot of outlets that are giving like their best games. And I when I look at the their best game list, I feel like they're just showing up showing all the games that actually came out because there wasn't there wasn't too many, but Samson, let's start with um, a title that potentially have surprised you um, the most in 2021. All right. Uh, it's got to be Demio. Mm. Um, I like, honestly, I, I wasn't, I wasn't 100% sure I'd like it. Uh, really? Like, like a board game RPG. Uh, I mean, I was excited. Don't get me wrong before it came out, but I was like, I hope I like this one. And I didn't think it would just like it's it's so immersive and yeah. just so it's so good. Like yeah. you don't realize that three hours have passed. No, no. I you know what I I was trying to think of another one, but I, you're right. Demio is the one for me as well because I jumped in with you uh, and PJ, uh, one of your friends as well, um, PJ from VR Verdict podcast on Saturday. And yeah, that was my first game in Demio, and so good. Like I've never played any like D and D or any board games that are more advanced than Monopoly. Probably, <laughs> probably Catan is like the most advanced board game I've ever played, and even that is not really advanced. So, you know, I know Demio is not kind of not like an advanced board game, but it's from that realm, right? It's from that elk, and yeah, it's. It's fantastic. I loved it. Three hours in, I couldn't believe that three hours already passed. It was oh, yeah. unbelievable. And we, we did the Rat King expansion. Um, I had no idea what I was doing, but it was kind <laughs> of fun being... What what was my character called again? The uh, the, tan or the tank, tank is what we were calling. I don't know if that's... I like don't know the official name. name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's basically the tank. So the big like knight, shall I say, with the shield. And I actually thought that was a great character for me to start off with because I knew what I was doing, just going guns blazing and just be the shield before <laughs> um, let everyone else do the sneakiness or the archery or, or, or such. Um, I loved it. I can't, I, I, yeah, I can't think of a different title, which has surprised me the most. Demio is fantastic. And I think it's been, I think most VR gamers would say it's probably the best game that's out. Um, yeah, probably. So also, I would like to say it was a blessing to have PJ from the VR Verdict podcast because he uh, he was our, our North Star, so to say. Yeah. Um, and actually, uh, our, my friend that joined is one of our patrons, Andrew. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it was a blast because PJ's at level 20, which I don't think any of it. Well, I mean, definitely not. But I don't think you or Andrew were leveled right oh were uh we were i think i'm level i'm a low level i'm yeah. definitely i was definitely his, above one he yeah. just says 20 though i didn't see any level from anyone else so i was like <laughs> oh maybe because he's hit 20 he's like the, the magician of this whole game but yeah he, he's definitely helped and de definitely helped because even we didn't know i mean you've played it a bunch of times but you didn't know like the health card would revive you if you were down for example right and the stacking of like the uh strength, the strength and the mm -hmm. speed yeah yeah, it's it's really fun, and I think it's definitely a, a really good game to play with with friends. Um, have you ever played like a public match just with some randoms? I have not. No, no. I wonder what I, I did. Uh, so one time I started a game with a few friends, and uh, my friend had set it to public. So when he he got booted or something like his quest ran out of power, like people were joining in. Uh, mm -hmm. So I have played with people that like I haven't intended to play with, but not yeah. initially on purpose. On purpose, fair enough. Because I'm wondering what the community is like on that game. Um, obviously, yeah, we've we've have a few VR games that have not got the greatest of communities, in in terms of what what happens on there. But I I want to say that Demio would be good because of the type of game it is um i would like to but i don't know i don't know if, if any of you are listening or watching just throw it in the comments or email us see what your experience of demio is um just with some randoms with randoms i should actually talk to kimberly our patreon because she plays demio and i know she said she played it with her husband but she probably played it with either two randoms or i don't know if she played it with any friends on demio as well i wonder what her experience is with it as well 
but I'm hoping that it's a good community because that game is fantastic. And plus, you have to spend three hours in that game. I feel like the, the, the nice, dedicated people will be in that game, right? Yeah, one, you're spending a lot of time together. Two, like, you, you have to work together. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's ultimately the goal. Whereas uh, I feel a lot of games where you run into uh, trolls or issues with, with people is, you know, you're competing with them. You're yeah. not the end goal isn't to work together and win win yeah. together yeah I, I i think i think you're right but yeah demia is great a uh, disclaimer though if you're just playing on the quest system as probably most of the people listening are please get a battery pack or something like that because my uh, lucky because i had um, my macbook pro charger is USB-C, so i just plugged that in towards the end because i was on like 16 percent battery <laughs> when we I was on 16%. I was just watching it every time we went through a tier. So there's three tiers in the game. And every time I went through um, each one, I checked my battery. And it started off at 100. Then I was on tier two. I was on 66 or something like that. And on tier three, I was like down to almost 20. And I was like, oh, dear. I'm not going to survive. <laughs> but then I just thought, hold on. I can just plug in my charger because it's, it's two meters long. So it's long enough. I just have to sit next to the outlet. But mm. I would just say if you've if you're planning on jumping into Demio, then please get either a battery pack or just make sure you have a long enough cable. If you have an Oculus Link cable, you can use that. I used to use that all the time, um, and just plug it in so so you can last for that last battle with the boss, you know, with the Vat King, um, or whichever expansion you're in. Because it's a shame to lose it. I think didn't you didn't Andrew say in yeah. our game that he did not finish it because of the battery yep exactly he actually had the battery pack but he had forgotten to uh turn turn it on on, so it it died i think during the third dungeon or like at the third level of it that's devastating Um, so yeah remember to also turn on your battery pack but that game is like an essential battery pack game and actually speaking of that for a second i just wonder if some of these bigger games now that might come out on this uh 128 quest now are they going to demand more power from it? Does mm. it work like that? I don't know how it works because I know on the Switch, for example, something like Legend of Zelda is going to take up most of your battery. So your battery is a little, but then if you're playing a lighter hearted game, your battery is, is much longer or lasts much longer. So I wonder if if that's the same with the Quest. I feel like it probably is, to be honest. Yeah, I think so. I think like also like the frame rate thing, like if you turn it up to 120 in some games, that also mm-hmm. uh, yeah, depletes the battery a bit more. Actually, it makes sense because Demio, if I was on the third floor then and I was on like 20% battery, that means I probably had around two hours-ish mm-hmm. of, um, of of battery before I died and they quote three hours right so I guess it, it does depend but yeah get a battery pack but definitely um <laughs> surprised Demio 100% I didn't I looked at that game I remember looking at it I was like I'm not into that it's too nerdy <laughs> for me get rid of that I realized I'm a massive nerd as well as I do. <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's all good um, the nerd in me and I love you know the multiplayer yeah, amazing. And I played single player of it, and it's pretty good just to practice, to be honest. I'm glad I jumped into the single player before I jumped into a game with you all, even though I jumped in just to the first floor, and I think I died in the first floor because I was just messing around, didn't know what I was doing. But I think it's good to do the single player just to understand the mechanics. Mm-hmm. I love how you flip your wrist up and all your cards come over. It's, it's beautiful how it works. I really want a Yu-Gi-Oh game <laughs> that, that, that works like that, to be honest um yeah i I sh- i've been wanting to hop in and play single player actually just to sort of try the because th- you play three different yeah warriors yeah. right yeah, yeah so just to try them all out i think you can choose four if you want to but you have to mm-hmm. have three but yeah you can you basically you choose one of them and then they ran they randomize like the other three or the other two so yeah you can jump in with a wizard because i know you hate the wizard so you can <laughs> see yeah, how he's just he's just Oh man! I mean, PJ said he, he he could play as a wizard, but my goodness, I struggled. The wizard was just mm. so weak, and I do feel like the uh, the sneaky guy. I forget I forget his name, but yeah. uh, I feel like he's a little OP. You think? Yeah, I think having the sneak on is is really and plus the little cheat that you can do to um, if you die, you just come out of the game and go back in, and then you get all your like standard cards back. 
I feel like that yeah. should be out the game. They should not allow that. But at the same time, it makes sense for people who have the quest dying. So, yeah. And like, how else do you get XP? Right now? Like, you need to get that XP at the end. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, especially if you die, then it's like, oh no, my XP is gone. Exactly. Yeah, great title. Absolutely great title. Um, before we go on to the favorite title, Samson, what's what's disappointed you? uh all right this one's just got to be like not necessarily a game in general but uh racism and sexism in in like games like vr chat and rec room i listed rec room because that's really where i've seen most of it um but yeah this is like disappointing about people yeah it's just society in general right i think you can say the same for pokestars um Mm -hmm. population one um the list goes on to be honest the list goes on i remember i don't know if you can remember but um a couple episodes or two three episodes ago when kimberly first wrote in our patreon she said that she's having a terrible time in pokestars um and some other games and then we try to direct her to different communities or like go onto discord to try and find just friends that you want to play with but you're right the that's it's 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 a touchy subject but it kind of needs to be spoken about um whether it's whether it's just your avatars that are getting like molested in there or whether it's just people saying certain words and such it's it's not it's not a good thing it's not right and just because you're acting as someone completely different in vr doesn't mean you can act like a complete idiot in the end of the day uh, and a person like that. I think they're doing a good job in terms of getting rid of those people. Um, I saw on Twitter um, a person called Nick who was uh, getting some abuse uh, on PokerStars. She reported it to them and they got rid of them instantly. Um, I think I don't, I don't know if they banned them instantly, but they did deal with it instantly. So they are good with that. But the interesting thing is like, how how do you stop it, right? How do you stop it? Because I guess the same thing happens in normal gaming as well, in pancake. Yeah, gaming. and just in the ge- in general on the internet, like exactly. sometimes if you're if you're in VR chat, like sometimes you just feel like you're in the VR version of like a four chan forum. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and so like I mean I am like weary of that, and I do try to like find I do try to get into my own private instances and like avoid those types of situations um but i know i was just teaching high school this past year and a couple of my students said they love vr chat and i was like oh what are your favorite worlds and he was like oh me and my friends just like to go crash worlds i was like oh okay so it's just like you know kids will be kids sometimes and they just enjoy going and and trolling the crap out of making other people's lives hell yeah yeah, but that, that's one thing to say the kids. I think the kids is one thing. The other mm-hmm, thing is grown, grown adults, right? I think definitely. that's the major problem. Kids is a, obviously a problem, and you'd have to put that down to parenting more than anything. Um, I, I don't know how you can help that. Plus, I feel like you know, kids are not meant to play VR anyway. I thought that was, it was bad for them as <laughs> such. But um, yeah, that's, that's, that's like a parenting thing. I think the biggest concern for me is more to do with the, the adults, but then you're also worried if the kids do that, then maybe the adults are people like that as well. And it it continues, but it's really sad because in VR, especially, uh, you're so immersed in that world. You know, you go into your, your, your house, for example, you're in your house, you're in your bedroom, you put on that headset on and now you're all automatically like transported to a different world and the thing is you're in your safe space in your house in your home and you also want to be in your safe space in vr as well and it's really sad to be like oh i just want to play some poker oh i just want to dive into vr chat and have a good time in a legend of zelda made world or something like that Mm -hmm. and then you get all these people abusing you trolling you trying to make fun out of your avatar or, or doing some terrible things to it and such and because i think the problem is because you're so immersed in it you you feel awful about it it really it really oh, hurts yeah. it, it feels real it feels just like you know 
exactly being assaulted or being yelled at or whatever in real life for sure exactly it's it's like don't get me wrong it's awful in pancake gaming as well um and it's awful on the internet as well but i just think that level of immersion just makes it even worse and then you take that headset off and you probably just start crying or start sad and it's like that's yeah. not the experience you want when you want to jump into a poker stars a pubg a pubg <laughs> population <laughs> one similar type of game um <laughs> Is you just don't want that experience. And to be honest, I haven't played Population One for, for ages because of because of that reason, to be honest. Because I remember just going in and every time I play with three random people, it's been great. But every time I'm in that little lobby just before the game starts and everyone has their mic on, and I'm giving I mean, I mean, I've just experienced it with kids, but I know people have experienced it with adults as well. It's it's awful it's like so much racism and it's like people are just calling people these names even not just to be racist just because they feel like now they're in this like vr world they can say whatever they want yeah you know and it's, they just feel like there are no consequences yeah and i don't know how to it, it's i think it's it angers me because i don't know how to solve it you know yeah I, I don't know how to solve it and i don't know what we could do um I'm interested to maybe potentially get a developer um, on here and ask them, like a developer of a multiplayer game and ask them how they, how they think to control that. Because I know in stuff like Discord that we spoke um, before the podcast was like, you can get mods, you can get uh, mods on there, you can get bots who are mods, you can actually just assign people to be mods, but that's all fine. You know, that works great. How do you do that in a game? Mm-hmm. how do you do that in vr chat which spans across different platforms same as rec room you know yeah exactly. um, yeah i mean for what disappointed me i guess i was just gonna say a game but how do i go how do i go <laughs> it's hard to follow hard to follow sorry <laughs> how, how do i go from that because i think yeah i think you're right i think that is the thing that's most most disappointed and you know not games and experiences don't matter when it comes to when it comes to stuff like that so um definitely please please write in if anyone's listening or watching if um uh maybe if you've you know if you don't want to speak about it that's fine but like if you've had any good experiences let me know the good experiences because i'm interested to hear some of the games and then i can like recommend those games mm-hmm. or recommend those multiplayer games to especially the people who are feeling like they're being um being harassed or abused or anything like that so definitely if if you've got any um anything in the comments let me let me know and throw it in the let's talk oculus let us know on the twitter channels um because i'll be interested to know what games that you do like definitely i assume synth riders since saturday night fever is a nice place everyone's just dancing oh everybody's everybody's i've only encountered positive people yeah for sure i'm sure i'm sure definitely um, and there's there's not much talking as you're you're no one like moving real fast and two listening to music yeah yeah yeah, definitely i i would say i always i've had always had a good time in games like walkabout and proper um walkabout i get sometimes i get the odd person that's just like either doesn't talk or or whatever but in proper never had an issue i've always had like good conversations with people and same with um uh, what's the other game? Eleven table tennis. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of fun people in there. I know that's more one to one. I guess it's different to being a a group. I know a lot of people who are like that in groups. They feel more powered and they feel like they can get away with more stuff. But just on those one on one on one, same as like chess club. I dived into chess club multiplayer the other day. I got my ass handed to me <laughs> <laughs> by by someone in in chess club, which said they were the same rank as me, but obviously they just started the game. Um, but yeah, they were great too. So, you know, I think the one-to-ones, what I've, I've experienced have been great, but, you know, I guess that's not the same experience for everybody. Um, I guess it really depends what your VR avatar looks like as well. Um, Probably which is, so, yeah. Which is a shame because I don't want like women to be white men in VR because they want to escape that. That's ridiculous, right. you know, or yeah. like a, a colored person wanting to be a white person just so they don't need to deal with that stuff that's it's ridiculous um yeah. so yeah hopefully we can get closer to a solution but maybe just for us we can just keep the conversation alive uh and i hope 
any of you who are listening are not like those people and if you are just please just forget about this podcast <laughs> um shall we move to our favorite well i just want to quickly mention the disappointed in terms okay. of game um my disappointment in terms of game is still carved snowboarding and i don't really? want to yeah i don't want to give negative stuff to it i don't want to say i hate that game it's awful i don't want to say that because i don't think that at all i just think i had high hopes for it i think it's the same thing when people went into medal of honor and they had high hopes for it and it just didn't deliver like that and when i went to medal of honor i had high hopes for it didn't deliver but i still enjoyed it i think with carve i've always enjoyed when i jump in but i'm always thinking oh man this could be just a little bit more you know it's what i what i wanted and that's what my would say disappointment. I feel like disappointment is such a negative word. And I, I know what we just spoke about is de- definitely a negative. But in terms of the game, I'm not saying it and like, I hate this game. Mm-hmm. I just wish it was, maybe my expectations were a little bit too much for that one, you know? But I feel, I still think a couple of updates, um, this game could be more inclined of what I wanted. You know, I know a lot of people love that game. So I'm not um, crashing on it. It's just, it's just, I just wanted those extra like tournaments and, and features of that in it. But, you know, we'll get there eventually. The mechanics are great though. The mechanics are great. And if you just want a relaxing snowboarding experience, I'll still definitely recommend it. But Yeah, actually, I just recently hopped back into it. I was like, ooh, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's a fun title. I think just when I say disappointed, I just think it's just because yeah. I just wanted that extra mode of being like more of a campaign because maybe because I played the powder VR on, on PC VR and that had like a world tour and I wanted more polished. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted that in carve and powder VR wasn't that polished in terms of how it looked um, because it was still early, but carve, I was like, here we go. It's going to be basically that, but polished because it's been made for the quest too. And it just missed that little bit, but as soon as they bring an update of that, maybe one day, it's not on my disappointed list anymore. All right, let's move on to the favorite 2021 title. What, what did you like the most? And don't say the Synth Riders DLCs because everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll hold back on one. I would say Demio, but uh, I'll give mm-hmm. another one. Uh, yeah. I'll say <clears throat> Hyperdash. Um, mm. So Hyperdash did come out although it was in a like i think a year of alpha prior to that yep um and it has been a little bit since i I hopped into it but when i was in it i loved it super fast paced super arcadey like that's the type of shooter i'm has semi-decent at yeah um and uh yeah i think i've i encountered hmm, i didn't encounter much negativity while playing like multiplayer matches Mm. um and in general, like people, if you ask for help, would help you. Yeah. Um, and uh, and yeah, I, I think it's it's a it's a decent, you know, fast paced first person shooter, arcade style. If that's it's a, a multiplayer that's shooter, shooter right? Yeah. Yep. yep. It's a five on fives. How did you feel about the motion sickness? Did you get anything with the fast paced, or was it? Okay? <laughs> um, I'm fine with it. I'm like on the whole very like i don't get the motion sickness too often Mm -hmm. uh pretty much limited to like if i'm in a a vr chat room and the frame rate starts dropping and like i'm in like a moving vehicle and like i'm like whoa 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 yeah um but yeah i haven't tried i haven't hopped into dash dash yet i know that you Mm. said you felt it in that so i did i'm curious i'm curious how i'll feel playing that one yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I, I still haven't played that game, to be honest. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely interested in it because I, I can see you playing it quite often. And it's one of your go-to games. Uh, for me, favorite title will actually be complete opposite to that. It's actually Chess Club. I, I love that game. It's so relaxing to play. And I think it's perfectly, uh, it perfectly cuts in the same class like Walkabout, Mini Golf, and 11 Table Tennis and pro put where you could just jump in play a game um and just completely relax and and i think they've nailed it um with everything they've done i play the classic mode more than more often than not because it's faster mm-hmm. um i think i spoke about that in my review where the uh, stonehenge one so they have the actual characters moving 
it just moves a little bit too slow for me um i think it's cool but i wish there was like a little okay let's speed this up after a while um <laughs> mode i did reach out to the developers and they did say they're going to look into that and take on all that feedback and such but the classic mode is still really cool as well um i think they've nailed it in terms of uh i will have a proper review so i'm not going to talk too much about it but i just want to say i think they nailed it in terms of the the hand tracking i know it's just picking up and dropping but it, it works perfectly well um and then they've also nailed it in terms of the presentation of it and it's so calming with the music and the, the cool labyrinth when you open the game and the multiplayer has been good okay i can keep going on 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 on, on. <laughs> but chess club's really good if you're still on the fence i have got a review on the channel um it's quite a long one but you can just kind of dart in between because i just want to show off some of the gameplay um but i love chess club the other favorite title was red matter but that didn't come out in 2021 so i can't talk about that one but i've been playing that one a lot uh this year but yeah chess club yeah, definitely for a title I, that's came out i think most of the games that i really love uh did not come out in 2021 so i, I also mm -hmm. had a little bit of trouble with that one yeah 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 it's, it's tough there's there's been quite a few games that have come out but not a lot in terms of like grabbing me you know yeah. in terms there have been some solid games uh cosmo dread is one that I've, I've been playing which scares the crap out of me every time <laughs> i go in because it's procedurally generated uh that's a good shout out because that's that's a fun game to go into it's very indie though um in terms of its polish but it's 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 really good um yeah and there's there's a few a few of the games but yeah i would say chess club 100 percent um samson i guess in terms of the what's we've been playing we've talked about everything like what you've been playing right pretty much yep yeah um for me i'll just mention a couple that i've been playing uh one is guardians these these two i'm going to mention are both indie titles uh guardians is on app lab at the moment and essentially it's cut from the same cloth from like halo in terms of how it looks in terms of the um the space aspect of it but it doesn't play like that at all it's a real-time strategy game but also a first-person shooter you know mixed into one um it's really fun there's so much content it's a paid title on that lab i don't remember how much it costs you're gonna have to look that one up but there's tons and tons of content in there there's three different worlds there's a map editor in there so you can make your own levels as well and you can also see what the community levels have done someone made a star wars hearth as well so they've made the the whole hearth, the battle of hearth in in there and they've actually made um the ATATs and such and they've made some of the spaceships in there i don't know how they've done it you know that's take, pretty cool would have took a lot of dedication but they made that in there uh which is awesome uh but yeah that i will have like a little gameplay on my channel soon i'm planning to do some sort of like indie tuesdays or indie thursdays um release of that but yeah guardians is really really good there's a tons of content to play in that and it does have co-op and pvp as well in that it uh, is uh i just looked it up it's 15 dollars usd 15 dollars. yeah so 15 dollars. and to be honest yes it's an indie game but it's fairly polished already and they're just kind of putting more and more content in it and there's so much content there's uh four different uh, there's three different um worlds and then from there there's four or five missions i can't remember per one but i haven't even got past mission three yet because i'll keep dying it's just ridiculously <laughs> hard at times even on easy i'm still losing um but i think that game is going to be great for co-op when it does finally release properly uh on the quest and the last one I wanted to mention is hex hex is just like a team not team deathmatch like a free-for-all first person shooter i know another first person shooter on the quest <laughs> but um has a cool art style that's like self-shaded in a way um and it's you're like fighting different robots and it's it's multiplayer um there's also a single player with bots and such uh they have an app lab update at the moment that's included new modes like capture the flag and domination uh, as well um so yeah definitely definitely check that out because hex is really good my only issue with hex is that i thought the speed was too fast and it does bring motion sickness to me so i couldn't play it for too long 
but maybe I can toggle into the settings and put some sort of the tunnel vision on and make it a little bit better. I always hate putting like stuff like that on, you know, like the tunnel, tunnel modes. Mm -hmm. And I like yeah. to like be perfectly immersed, but you know, if it helps baby steps, right. To get back into the level, <laughs> but hex is another game that I would definitely recommend. Cause it's just, it's just really fun and it's free on that club and on side quest as well. Can't go wrong with free. No, can't go wrong with free. And, uh, I think that's everything, Samson. I think that's our podcast for today. That's all I had. I've been Samson. And I've been Dan. I uh, just want to say once more, this is being recorded a week before. So if we've missed any major news in between that, we apologize. Um, Bear with you, us. Yeah, it's summertime. <laughs> vacations are happening. Samson's been away. I'm going away. Let's just see what how, how it goes. You know, but thanks a lot to everyone who is listening or watching on the YouTube channel. Thanks for the thousand downloads and we'll see you next in next week's episode. Peace out.